This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. You may have already heard about it, but in case you haven't, uh, we have our first millennial that has been declared blessed on October 10th in Assisi, Italy, in front of the Shrine of St. Francis, Carlo Acutis was declared blessed. And he's got a beautiful story, a very, very relatable story. Uh, So he was born in 1991 and turned out to be just a real whiz with computers and computer science and programming and and producing and all this kind of thing and but he loved you know he loved Jesus so much at a very young age he had a deep spirituality so there's this this normal kid this normal Catholic young man who whose heart was held by Jesus so he loved you know to play Super Mario and Pokemon and all those kinds of things, just like everybody else. But he loved Jesus in the Eucharist more and he loved the Blessed Mother too. And so as he grew, his talent for for um, the internet and, and production, it became very apparent. And he taught himself how to be a programmer and he created programs, videos, cataloging, Eucharistic miracles and the apparitions of the Virgin Mary. And these things were used by Catholic priests around because, I mean, they were there for everyone to use and a way for him to to spread his love for our Lord. One of the things that Carlos said that I think is so telling and so mature is that everyone is born an original, but many people die a photocopy. And you think, wow, he said that. Now, he, he died when he was 15, but I don't know at what age he said that. He could have said that at even a younger age. The thing about spiritual maturity is that it really isn't dependent on our years on earth. Spiritual maturity, a young person can be a spiritual giant, far more mature than maybe somebody who's a late bloomer, who's, who's, who's just coming to know the Lord and allow him to work in their life at a later age. And so it's, it, it, it can be kind of flipped. The, the laws of spirituality are that way. You know, Jesus often said the first is last. Those, those who don't appear to be uh, as mature or whatever, like King David, he was just a shepherd kid out in the field, the youngest of his brothers who were mature and good looking and all that. So we can't judge spiritual maturity that way, not by 
the age of somebody. It's by their spirituality. And the thing about the Catholic Church and Catholicism is that it's not a box. It's, it, we've got all these cultures and all these people, and we have the culture that is unique to the youth. And so, of course, a saint who was born in 1991 might really like to play Pokemon. You know, he that would be normal. And so, it's so relatable to the youth today. So he would be, I think, 28 or 29 about now, um, and if he had lived. But what happened was he did all this development and he was really all on fire for our Lord. And then he contracted leukemia at 15. And he said, you know, I wanna go straight to heaven. I don't wanna spend any time in purgatory. And so his suffering then, he offered for for the Pope, for the church, and of course, because he wanted to go straight to heaven and he didn't want to spend any time in purgatory, um, he loved Jesus in the Eucharist. And he said, this is another quote from him, he's got some great quotes, the Eucharist is my highway to heaven. So if you go on the internet and just type in his name, Carlo, C-A-R-L-O, Acutis, a-C-U-T-I-S. Uh, you'll find, in, and plug in video, you'll find all kinds of videos. You might even find some of the stuff that he created there for you to look at. One of the beautiful things about this is that when Carlos said, you know, we're all an original, when we respond to the Lord, he's got this beautiful plan for us that's fit to our personality, our culture, our time in history. We land at a specific time in history for a reason, and he did. You know, it's he's going to be the saint of the internet. The miracle for Carlo's beatification is, is a fascinating story. There was a boy in Brazil, and I'm probably butchering his name, but it's spelled M-A-T-T-H-E-U-S. I would think Matthew in English, but Matthias. He was healed from a serious birth defect, an annular pancreas. Basically, he couldn't eat. He had serious abdominal pain. He couldn't ever keep food down. When he was four years old, he only weighed 20 pounds, and he lived on vitamins and protein shakes because that's all he could tolerate. And so they learned about Carlo through a, a priest friend, and there was going to be um, a prayer service, and this priest obtained a relic uh, from Carlo's mother and gave it to Matthias's mother and told her about the prayer service. So she decided that she would petition Carlo on behalf of her son. And her son, Matthias, also prayed. He just prayed. This is his prayer, and I have it in quotes. I wish I could stop vomiting so much. That was his prayer, a very, you know, a very sincere prayer. Anyway, this boy, as soon as he prayed that, he started, his healing started. And on their way home from Mass, after the service, the mother was sure he was already healed. On his way home, believe it or not, he asked for French fries, rice, beans, and steak. And those were the favorite foods of his own brothers. And he ate everything, and he didn't vomit. When it comes to beatifications and verifying the miracles, it's pretty stringent in the Catholic Church. There can't be any room for doubt. And so this was thoroughly investigated and 
it was a miracle that this boy is completely normal after this intercession of Carlo, the saint of the internet. So it's interesting. Carlo, he took his talents and he used them to further the kingdom of God. Everybody has a choice to make in this world. Whatever their talents are, whatever the Lord is asking of them to do. And it doesn't matter if you're very young or very old. It really doesn't matter. We can all ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? I think, too, Carlo understood who he was. He understood how beloved he was by the Lord. He understood all of that. And so when we understand that we are truly beloved sons and daughters of the Lord, that he loves us so much, and we get our identity from God, then everything opens up for us. One of the things that Carlo said about the Eucharist was that when we face the sun, we get a tan, but, we'll, but when we stand before Jesus in the Eucharist, we become saints, unquote. So one of the things that he did with his talent, I, I had said, was that he cataloged Eucharistic miracles. And so he had a great devotion to the Eucharist. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Just search in your search engine, search Eucharistic miracles. It bolstered Carlo's faith and helped him spread it even more. And it will bolster, bolster your faith too. And, and ask him to help you see the things that you should see and find out what it is in your life that how you should spend your talents. It could be something very simple like Therese. You know, she's in a convent and she was young too. She was in a convent and young. You know, she died at 24. She went into the convent, I think, when she was 15. And uh, so she was another young one, but her call was very different. Everyone is unique. Like Carlos said, we're all born originals. We were born. There will never be another another soul like ours. There will never be another you, ever. There's never been since the beginning of time, and there never will be another one. Even identical twins, they may biologically look the same and be identical biologically, but the soul that they have is very unique. And so that combination is unique, never to be repeated in all eternity. And once we were made, we were made to live forever. And so it wouldn't have done for Carlo to try to be like Therese and go and be quiet and pray. And, 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 and his talent was put to work where his passion, what God gave him to use in his life. And it's the same for us. So we think about the Virgin Mary. We hear her say, or in the Bible it tells us, she pondered these things in her heart. She pondered the events that happened to her with Jesus. And of course, when we pray the rosary, we should ponder them too. We should ponder those mysteries that are, that are our salvation. But we are also to ponder our own life. How is God working? What did that mean? What should I learn from that? And Carlo did. He did. When you look, okay, I'm just going to encourage you. Go on to the internet. Put in his name. Put in pictures. Then, then look for videos and look for articles. You'll see all kinds of great things. Share these with your young people. He reminds me very much of uh, Pierre Giorgio, who was very young when he was uh became very fervent for the Lord between 12 and 14 years old. And there's just so many good young saints for our young people to, to know about today, because this is the thing. We don't want everyone dying photocopies. The, the culture will do that to you. The culture will tell you how to be and how to act. That peer pressure on our young people, even our parents, 
how they're supposed to raise their kids and what they're expected to do. There's this peer pressure that makes us all want to be carbon copies according to what the culture is telling us. But we're an original and we need to take stock of that. That's a pretty special thing, that there will never be another you and that the Lord has something very special for you, just like he just like he does did for Carlo. And so, you know, Carlo, he's like, I don't want to go to purgatory. I want to go straight to heaven. Well, he's beatified. So we're, you know, I mean, we're pretty sure he's in heaven or we wouldn't be this far in the process. But there is an advocate there for us. So whatever you have, well, and he's going to need some more miracles. And there are several that have been reported. Of course, we know they have to be stringently investigated. But if you've got some kind of an issue going on that could be verified as a miracle if it were cured, perhaps, then give him a try. If it's the Lord's will, Carlo will, will, will help you with that. Even if it's not part of his canonization, he is a saint to go to, I believe. And uh, Pope Francis is pretty excited about him, and it was just a beautiful ceremony. So you can watch it. Go to CNA, Catholic uh, News Agency. There's articles. It's just all over. So I invite you to share that with everybody you know, especially the young people in your life. It's been my pleasure to share this story with you today. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit materdayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.